Hey everyone, we're here with Dalton Zier tonight. Dalton, thank you for joining. I'm doing how great. are you? Doing great, excited. Hi, Dalton. Uh, how are you? Hey, they say you're from all over the place, from Idaho to Florida. Where are you tonight? I am in Verona, Wisconsin. Here, it's um, where I'm living now. But uh, yeah, I uh, was born in Idaho and lived in Florida for ten years, and was up in Michigan for seven years so when people ask me where home is it's a complicated answer well you know you just solved a mystery yeah <laughs> so we always kind of wonder from where were you actually from so you were born in idaho born sure. in idaho yeah okay all right well you're a guy who's raced all over as, as well uh been part of the midwest now for some time tell us a little bit about your year how that's gone. It was a unique year. Highlight some of that Yeah, for it us. was a unique year, um, late start. And then once we got going, I really, the racing community seemed to, to be ready to go. You know, I mean, everybody was itching to get to the track and it turned out to be a really good year, I feel, for attendance and racers and, and races in general. Um, unfortunately, I had a little bit of bad luck across all the divisions I tried to chase points in. I was going for points in a live for five and the Midwest tour, uh, both of which I had some, uh, mechanical issues and just bad days. So, uh, um, it kind of took us out of the points program, but we had some great races throughout the summer. Um, won a few at the Dells, um, had a really fast car at fast and then had more mechanical issues. It was just a <clears throat> mid season. I said that, uh, I, I was having some bad luck there and, uh, mid season. I said, well, I'll just take bad luck for the rest of the year and I'll be good for the next three. Boy, I tell you, I was regretting those words by the end of the season, man, it was a rough year that way. But, uh, well, you're a former, you're a former Midwest tour champion. Um, man, that's a pretty yeah, prestigious absolutely. crown. It's a tough one to get. Um, you know, I mean, uh, a lot of good cars always show up and come for that. And um, this was no different. This year was a shortened season, so you couldn't afford to have a bad day. Um, unfortunately, I had two right away, and uh, uh, that took me out of the, the points with how short the seasons were. I mean, uh, uh, five, six races is just not long enough to make up for two bad days. You know, um, it seemed like recently, like two years ago or so, you had more wrenches in your hand than you had a steering wheel. Like you kind of got away from driving for a little bit, but it seems like you're back in the cockpit. Yeah, um, two, not. I guess it would be about two years ago. Yeah, I uh, played the crew chief role uh, pretty heavily. And uh, this season I wanted to race more. I thought that uh, – I thought I wanted to race a little less and go to bigger events, but uh, I was surprised how much it affected, um, you know, that racer's edge. You know, it, you, racing a lot makes a big difference in, in how well you respond to just the whole track day, not just on track racing, but basically not overreacting or underreacting to the handle of a car throughout the day, making the right calls and adjustments from the seat. Um, I lost a little bit of that two years ago. This year we raced more. I raced more. And I feel like I uh, kept that edge a lot sharper. And, and I feel like I'm going into the Snowball Derby uh, a better driver this year. 
we've seen you a couple times down at the Dells and various places. It seems like every time we talk to you, it, it really comes through that you really understand the the parts of the car and how the car works, and it's really fascinating to yeah. Pick your brain. I uh, I had a lot of really great mentors um, in the beginning of my racing career. My dad was a very mechanical person, and I was a kid with a million questions, so. It started there, you know, and he uh, took the time to explain things to me. Um, and then uh, I, I started driving for Gene Coleman, and that was just uh, uh, a whole nother level, you know. I mean, uh, Gene was uh, a very innovative man and is an innovative man um, where that forces you to think on uh, actions and reactions and how the car functions, not just what does what, you know, more wedge making a car tighter and less wedge making it looser, things like that. You know, just knowing the answer isn't the same as knowing the equation. And uh, uh, I've spent my whole life learning this, and I, I really feel like I have a strong understanding of what's going on in these race cars. Um, but uh, I tell you what, they're also humbling. There will be days where I don't know why this is working but it is so we just keep going with it i mean there's that's a whole nother thing you know i mean uh, race cars do some unique things sometimes that we don't know the answer to quite yet but you know they work so. that's got to help you behind the wheel as well trying to communicate to your crew on things that you need at times tell us a little bit about how that helps you communicate oh, it definitely does um uh a lot of it is it was unique stepping out of the car and becoming a crew chief um, where I was looking at the car from the outside, trying to understanding, trying to understand what was happening in the seat. I had always kind of crew chief from the seat of a car and relied on uh, my crew for, you know, visual. And then I was seeing, you know, when I switch roles and I see what's going on and I'm trying to understand what the driver's experiencing. Um, but John and I really worked on being able to uh, communicate uh, the handle and the feel. Um, but uh, for me, it's I feel like it's an advantage to get perspectives. You know, I mean, I've I've gotten an opportunity to get the outside perspective, the inside perspective. Um, you know, it, you can learn a lot really fast um, trying different things, different perspectives. But it also pays to be refined in one area, um, you know, so. Uh, I guess what I'm getting at is uh, I, I feel like I'm a really good uh, um, I feel like I'm a good driver and also I feel like uh, I uh, can build and set up a car you know decently well as at to boot. It's a very it's it's kind of a funny question because I don't know which I'm really good at. You see what you know what I mean? It's like oh am I a really good driver or am I good at building cars? You know it's like I it's a complex I have sometimes I don't know what it is. You know, so, but, uh, yeah, it definitely translates into some speed in some way. So now, uh, talking about the Derby, um, what is something that you're going to focus on that's going to improve your, uh, uh, performance down there at the, well, at the snowball? it's a different world down there. We, uh, the rule book is, uh, it's, it's restrictive. I mean, we're not allowed to do, um, a lot of the suspension stuff that I rely on up here. Um, but, uh, uh, so it, but last year we learned a lot. We went down there and, uh, was forced to grow, you know, it's like, it's, you know, evolve or die type situation. And, uh, 
uh, I'm just looking to last year. I focused on forward drive thinking that everybody talks about the tire wear down there. And I thought that it was going to be a game of getting the car that can get off the corner at the end of the race was going to be up front. Well, I learned the hard way. And after talking with people afterwards, you have to get down in through the center and, uh, you know, you just take and whatever the exit is, it is. I mean, you want drive, but it doesn't do you any good if they're rolling past you in the middle of the corner. Um, so th- that's prom- primary focus for me right now is rotation, getting down in through the center. Um, and uh, we're going to we have a little bit of uh, data from last year, which is going to help us out this year. And we've done a ton of work in the shop with the my whole crew has been down working on this car since uh, the Dells wrapped up their season. Um, we've been working on it for the last four weeks. And uh, I think if it was if everything we did was beneficial, we should be up front. But, you know, I mean, uh, uh, if we did, you know how it is. Not everything is going to be beneficial. So uh, I'm sure we're going to have our work cut out for us when we get down there and practice and hopefully uh, refine what we're capable of. I mean, if we can get what we're capable of, we can run with them. Uh, we just need to bring aces to uh, be up front with that group. How do the big races up here compare to the Snowball Derby? And do the big races up here help you prepare maybe mentally or anything else for the Snowball? Yeah, it definitely does. I mean, uh, um, up here, I'm a little bit more relaxed when it comes to qualifying. That's uh, probably my biggest concern about the Derby right now um, is making the show. There's a lot of great cars. Um, We have a couple races like that up here. Um, but they're tracks I've been to and I'm extremely confident rolling into qualifying that I know that I'm going to make the show. Um, just, uh, you know, I mean, it's just don't screw up when I go down there, I have to basically turn my best lap of the day in qualifying to be into the show. So that, that's my big concern, but the big shows and the longer races, um, definitely help hone that skill that you'll need for the derby um i remember when i first went midwest tour racing i all these hundred lap races i thought well i'm gonna save my tires and i'm gonna be a fast car at the end well i learned that that that's not how these longer races go you have to just basically go the whole time if you want to be in the show there so i mean uh uh, of course, you know, the bigger races always prep you for more of the same. So, yeah, I would say they definitely help racing the bigger shows up here. Is there a track up here that helps you prepare uh, for down there? Or is there any compare? Is there a track up here that compares to down there or not really? Um, I wouldn't say there's I, I would say no. Um, it's lacrosse but with banking so i mean it's it's one of our faster tracks up here but it's got some banking to boot so it's even faster we're putting on four barrels which is basically another hundred horse we're going to a harder tire so i mean it's a lot different you know um uh that's that's part of why we struggled uh previously and i'm hoping that we can you know make the gains we need but uh to prep if i had to test at a track for that place i would probably 
maybe Madison slash lacrosse mix up, you know, uh, is the closest thing I can think of. Um, but uh, it's definitely different. You know, it's more unique than that. Do you reach out to anybody oh, for some absolutely. advice down there? Um, I have a couple buddies down there and uh, anybody who's ran on it, you know, I mean, uh, I, uh, quite a bit of the racing community community talks you know i mean we all talk amongst each other about gearing and things like that i mean i talked to pathfinder quite a bit on what uh they recommend and and uh you know that kind of influences what i'm going to do it, it pushes it in a direction that gives me uh something close you know if you get 10 people saying the same thing that's probably the right way to go so talk about strategy for a second it how crucial is it? And do you talk with your team weeks leading up to it? Or is it more of a, we'll see how the race plays out and go from there and have a general idea. How do you gear up to plan for strategy? Well, um, you know, the Derby is a high tire count race. So there's not a ton of tire strategy there because we probably have one set more than what we need. You know, I mean, uh, they, they give us enough tires that you can basically just keep putting them on. Um, so a little less strategy there. It's all, I have two different strategy plans. Um, one is, you know, if we're not as fast as we need to be, I'll come for tires more often. Um, if we're fast and relevant, we'll be sure and, you know, keep the tires in cycle, uh, and, uh, make sure we have some good tires for the end. If we're close then we have to get off cycle with the fast cars and hope for some magic to happen in our favor. Um, so there's, I guess there's really three strategies as I talk about it. Um, so, I mean, if, if we're struggling for speed, we'll be putting on tires just to stay on the lead lap. If we're, uh, if we're super fast, we'll do what everybody else does. And, um, if we're somewhere in the middle where we think that we could do something special, if we given the chance, I'll try and get on a different tire cycle. What do you expect out of the track? Does it change during the week? Does it change during the race on Sunday? What do you typically expect out of it? And how does that affect how you set up your car? Well, um, you know, we do a lot of practice during the day, so that's, uh, that's going to help me get ready for the race. But the first thing we got to do is make the show. So if it cools off a little bit, we'll be looking to mock up and get the best feel we can for that. Um, you know, I mean, uh, we'll be rushing the corners a lot harder when it's cool and we have grip and everything else. So qualifying's a little bit of its own thing. Um, but uh, race mode will be the easier portion to set up for, I think. Um, and, you know, I mean, weather, we're already looking at weather. I mean, we have a test plan. Uh in order but uh if weather moves in that test plan gets cut down to to nothing you know and we're just basically looking to get the nose uh at the right height and it is what it is we have to do the best we can with what we have but you know i mean if uh if we don't get any practice time we we're gonna just shoot from the hip so when do you uh when do you plan um, on heading down that way out a week from today Well, uh, we appreciate the, the time, Dalton. It's always great to talk to you. We, we really appreciate this. We'll look forward to seeing you down there. 
and uh, we'll try to reconnect after the Derby as well to catch up with you. Oh, yeah. I hope it's – I have great things to talk about. That would be ideal. How would it feel to grab that snowball and bring that back to Wisconsin, buddy? That would be my biggest win of of my uh, racing career. And, um, boy, if I could pull down the Derby, you'd be seeing me at a lot of really big shows after that because uh, we'd we'd get – get the i don't know hey fe- what would you call it gold fever or something like that it'd be we'd be hooked <laughs> well yeah that would uh that would sure be awesome and we'll be rooting you on from here All thanks right. again i appreciate it guys Have thanks nice dalton night. safe travels man another fantastic interview this time with dalton zier mark i mentioned it on the interview it's always great to Talk to Dalton because you can see his gears are just spinning the whole time he's talking and really helps you understand how knowledgeable he is and what's going on with the race car. So he doesn't know if he's a better driver or a better mechanic. So <laughs> I thought that was quite interesting. That's uh, good stuff. though. But I think he's good at both. I do as well. And I wonder if when he's thinking about getting out of the seat, if he will then turn to maybe making a career as a crew chief because I could sit there and listen to him all day, talk about parts on the car. And I've heard him do that a few times and it just blows me away. And I'm sure other drivers do that as well. Uh, But for him, maybe he just puts it in more layman's term for someone like me to understand. Yeah, I totally agree with that. So yeah, he, he, he would take the time to, uh, to actually explain it to you. So um, I think he'd be a good teacher. And he's always one to watch wherever you go. Uh, You know, we kind of have the big three the last few years with Ty, Dalton, Casey, a few others as well. Paulie's another one. So he's always one to watch, and it'll be great to see how that transition down there, his second year in a row down there. You know, you notice a lot of these guys are all saying the same thing, that uh, the track is a grinder and it eats up tires and, and how to get around the place. And, you know, everybody's pretty much got, uh, you're, you're hearing a, a lot of things of, uh, of the same stuff that they're uh, telling us. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, it's uh, interesting. You, you hear that over the years, but until you hear people repetitively say that to you, like we have over the last week or so, uh, it really starts to hit home. Like it's, it's tough on the tires. Oh Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's an old, rough, hard racetrack. You know, it, it's got character. That's why we like those old-type racetracks that are grinders like that. That's a lot better than these one-lane, fast, uh, um, freshly paved racetracks. You know, it gives them character. Absolutely, no doubt about it in my in my eyes. Well, uh, thank you to Dalton Zier for the time. Uh, we look forward to reconnecting with him after the Snowball Derby. And, and once again, Mark, thank you. Yep. Thanks, Lauren. See ya.